0: The Play Mornings with Stefan John Replay Good morning, world! It is 2024-23 January I did it backwards Yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to do it backwards It is January 23rd, 2024 Good job, Thank there you. you go Yeah, I don't know,
1: I'm not sure if that works
0: Well, I'm just feeling weird today, Steph. Okay,
1: shake it out, John
0: You know what's not weird? <laughs> what? And what's actually pretty nice? What? Uh, when you're driving on the highway and it's completely dark and you know my high beams suck. I've spoken about it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then the street
1: lights turn on. Oh, that does. That feels like that that book of awesome, awesome moment. Like right when you're driving and then you're in the dark and you feel alone in the world and then somebody turns the street lights on
0: and then you can just see. It's good from there, unless your car overheats and makes you pull over. <laughs> John, did that happen to you? That did happen to John. (laughs) Recently or? Yesterday. Oh, you are having a rough go. Yeah. Everybody, uh, I think this is the last I speak about my car because I think she's done.
1: Okay, you can say the date backwards if you want to.
0: Thank you. I'm sorry. I did. 5 a.m. Confessions. Steph, I have a confession. You do? I do. It's kept me up at night. A long time. Well, this is a
1: safe space here with our 5 a.m. club.
0: I think it's time I tell everybody. Okay. When I was seven years old, John stole a Kinder Egg and paid for it. What? Not in the sense that I paid money, (laughs) but I paid for it in um, being yelled at and publicly embarrassed. Oh, so you got caught for stealing this Kinder Egg? by my parents I was scot-free I walked out (laughs) with the kinder egg but I I don't think I was trying to steal it I think it was just I wanted it and I didn't understand how money worked and I couldn't just take something I wanted okay cuz up until that point I've never bought anything before I see my parents like hey let's go to the store they get something and then they I essentially just see them leave or whatever yeah so I get home, I'm eating this kinder egg in front of my parents, and they're like, where did you get this kinder egg? <laughs> we did not buy you this kinder egg when we went to the store together. And I was like, oh, I got it, like, from the store. And they were ju- yeah, they were uh, perplexed at where I got this kinder egg. My mom spoke to my dad. My dad said, no, I didn't buy it for him. So then my parents made me go back. Mind you, this kinder egg was already eaten, completely oh, no. eaten. They made me go back to the store and talk to like this 16-year-old worker who could not have cared less about, (laughs) uh, what were they, like 50 cents at the time, a 50-cent kinder egg. And I remember that so vividly because it was the most, even though nobody cared besides my parents, the most embarrassing moment in my entire life. Oh, man. Taking it, not understanding, and then being yelled at for it going back to the store having to apologize while crying not understanding fully why I was apologizing and then after we got home I still got it from my parents have you ever eaten a kinder egg again I haven't and I've never stolen
1: (laughs) well I guess you learned your lesson that you didn't know you were learning yeah this is really sad you gotta like shake off the shame here
0: John well that's why I'm doing this so hopefully I have better (laughs) sleep
1: Wayfair has some beds recalled. Wayfair's got just what I need. Yeah, they do. They have just what you need, beds that collapse while you're sleeping in them. Oh, <laughs> never mind. And I don't know if they are like folding in on the person or if maybe just the mattresses is falling on the floor. But it remun- Wait,
0: no, 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 the mattress falling on the floor. How does that work?
1: You know, like they could collapse out of its um, the be- frame. Yeah. So it was on a frame and then it just was no longer fell out of the frame collapsed
0: okay that see i would like to see that more than it just falling on its own anyways continue
1: <laughs> but around we have a bed that is at my parents cottage that seems to collapse on itself it falls off the frame and uh, my husband went to bed about two hours before everybody else did one time and then i just like i don't know sat down hard on the bed and it <gasps> <laughs> fell off the frame and he woke with a start not impressed and then a couple nights later, we were at my parents' house, and they have this bed that they had gotten since the last time we had been there that has these, like, remotes on the side. And so I, pre- <laughs> I pressed this, like, crazy massage button while he was sleeping and yeah. then yelled earthquake. <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> he thought that bed was recalled for sure.
0: <laughs> Steph, open your phone right now. Okay. And I want you to tell me how many notifications or unread things you have from email and texts. Okay, from Gmail, I have 685. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: from work email, 41. Yep. And zero unread text messages.
0: Okay, I have zero unread text messages and in <laughs> all my email apps, I have also have zero. What? How do you go about not reading these things, or at the very least, just selecting them all and hitting open. Because that takes a lot of work, and a lot of times
1: it's just like, oh, this is your credit card statement of the credit card that you never use. Well, I don't want to delete that, but
0: I also don't care to open this $0 statement, so it just sits there. Okay, I I can understand email. That's fine. My girlfriend, she has like 200-plus texts that she has never opened. Text messages. Yeah, you're missing some text. People are going out of their way. I get, yeah, every so often you get a text from a site you have to sign up for and they send you a code, whatever. There's not 200 of those.
1: Yeah, that's that's quite reckless. Right? Because people are sending you messages. What if you need them? What if you need to know?
0: Or, like, at the very least, what if just be nice and respond? Just be nice and at least say that you read it. Yeah. Open it up. It's just that might be my only pet peeve ever.
1: Now, I need to know are they 200 text messages that you've written
0: to her or are they from all random people? I can't text her anymore. She blocked me. <laughs>
1: oh. People are booking vacations trying to escape the winter blues.
0: It's a little late.
1: Could be, or you could get a last minute great deal. Could you? I
0: think so. Like winter is that big for people taking vacations that you can get deals now?
1: Yeah, you could be like, oh, com. I think you could check something there. Oh, okay. But uh, there is uh, experts are coming out with how long you should take a vacation for. Ooh. Yes. And there is a study that says that people's satisfaction and enjoyment peaks after eight days on vacation.
0: Eight-day vacation sounds luxurious. I don't think I'll ever take one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so they're saying after eight days, it's not going to change your amount of rest and relaxation. In fact, it might make you far more dissatisfied with having to go back to work. So you should probably kind of, eight days, great, you got everything you needed, you came for it, now go home. Okay. Now, the other thing is there's some travel agents that say they book things in fives,
0: Yeah, five, like five days, five.
1: Yeah, so this is the knowledge that if it takes you one day to travel somewhere, you want the person to be able to stay there for five days and then one day to travel home.
0: So like seven day vacation.
1: Seven day vacation, but the two travel days. And then she says, if you have to travel for longer than one day, then you have to tack on another five days.
0: No, nope, that's, that's, yeah, I'm sure the travel agency is telling us this. Yeah, really, guys? <laughs>
1: Weird. Quite luxurious and like your budget yeah. just doubled too.
0: <laughs> what are you not embarrassed to admit that you do?
1: Not embarrassed to admit. I mean, I've said a lot of times that I'm a terrible driver. Okay. Not really. I'm a little bit embarrassed about it when I have a passenger, but. Yeah. When I'm driving by myself, I'm kind of unaware. I don't focus on the fact that I'm not great at driving.
0: Just do U-turns on the highway?
1: I don't do that. I just work really hard in my giant truck to stay in one
0: lane. Maybe you need a smaller vehicle.
1: Yes, but then I can't see everything around me,
0: so it's a trade-off. Maybe you should just stop driving in full. Uh, Sure. You want to pick me up every morning? Maybe you should continue driving (laughs) and hear what I have to say. I went an opposite way. Uh Uh-huh. I'm in a gross way. Oh, no. I religiously pick my nose. John! What? You, okay. Hey, there is nothing better than, like, your nose being stuffy, and then, you know, like, or you have a, you feel the booger in your nose, and then you just go up and pull it out?
1: Wow, all right. And then you get a Kleenex, and you wash your hands
0: afterwards? Uh... Now that I'm renting, yes. Before, you would just flick it at the wall. John. Booger wall. You should be embarrassed about this. Well, I have another one uh, that I think is a little less embarrassing because everybody does it. First off, everybody picks their nose. If you don't pick your nose, you're a liar. Um, that doesn't mean you don't do it in the privacy of a closed door. No, why? With I, a Kleenex. Kleenex is overkill. If you're going to use a Kleenex, just blow your nose. Okay. Uh, I pee in the shower. Everybody pees in the shower. Some people pee in the shower. Everybody pees in the shower. I don't think that's true. I think it's absolutely true, but I will hold my pee until I have to shower. What? Like, if I... You enjoy it that much? Yeah, it is the best (laughs) feeling. All of our listeners are gone. It is the best feeling of just having your bladder, like, bloop, 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 like, fill up, and then go home, have a nice hot shower, and just... First off, it is environmentally friendly, so I don't know why everybody's not praising I me right now. I
1: hope you clean your shower often with you these You don't need admissions. to clean your
0: shower. It's water. Well, first off, soap always hits your shower if you're washing your body. Yeah. Secondly, it's always it's just going down the drain.
1: John, I appreciate you being so open and honest, but I'm not sure you're sure you should be so open and honest. Nothing I but think, love here. I think people shame. enjoy it. Nothing but love. <laughs> You're walking out of the grocery store, and in between the two exit doors, you drop a bottle of sauce. Oh, no. It's glass. It splatters everywhere. Do you just keep walking and hope no one noticed, or do you go tell someone? And
0: I paid for this glass, or it's just there? You paid for it. Oh, well, then you'd have to go back.
1: And get a new one? Yeah. Do you get it for free? Do you expect it for free? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, right? I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, what would you do? I, I would have to go back and tell somebody, but then I would feel really awkward if they didn't offer me a free sauce, and I also wouldn't be willing to go back down the aisle and find the free sauce.
0: I, I worked at a grocery store, and <laughs> the way we did it is if you broke something without hesitation, somebody would be there to give you a new thing of what you just got.
1: Wow, that's really nice, because I think I would be so embarrassed that I'd tell somebody I broke the sauce, ask them if I could clean it up for them, and then I would slink off to another grocery store to go buy the sauce I just dropped, so I didn't have to do, like, the walk of shame back to the
0: sauce aisle. There's medication for you. <laughs> wow! That's insane! Why? What?
1: <laughs> You're going to pay for two sauces when you only get one? Yeah, because I dropped one. It's my fault. I didn't pack my groceries correctly.
0: No, you gotta there everybody who works at a grocery store is there to do customer service, like they're there to help you, okay, so I feel like it would be crazy of them one to not even offer before you have to bring up anything, but two, for you to just leave. Like, they would stop you, right?
1: I don't know. You would stop me, though? You'd be like, hey, poor lady who dropped your sauce, let me make this a little bit better for you. Here's a new sauce.
0: Hey, let me give you this tub of mayonnaise that you dropped.
1: Okay. Of all the things to pick.
0: You love mayonnaise.
1: It's in a plastic jar, John. (laughs) I've heard about a Tag Your Cat program. Okay. What do you think it
0: means? I... The thing I my head goes to is like tagging your cat, like either putting a chip in it or putting a tracker on it. What kind of cat? What do you mean what kind of cat?
1: <laughs> like a pet? Yeah. <laughs> what other cat is there? Well, the one this is talking about is not a pet cat. What what other cat is there? <laughs> a catalytic converter.
0: A what? <laughs>
1: It's a part underneath your car that gets stolen a lot. Uh, Do you? (laughs) Okay, so this is the part of your car that kind of cleans out all of the uh, gases and things that goes through. And it's kind of like an air purifier. It reduces your emissions, also helps with fuel efficiency. But it gets stolen a lot because it has precious metals in it. Mm. And so metal recyclers will pay some money for it. And so people steal them. Okay. So the tag your cat program is that you get your catalytic converter engraved and um, have like make it harder to steal because then you know somebody who crawls underneath your truck to steal your catalytic converter is like, ah, this one can be tracked. They can type in this number and they'll know which car it was stolen off of. And and and.
0: Uh, do body shops not know this already? That obviously people are stealing them or body shop where do they go to with the metal sorry
1: yeah so they get taken to like a metal recycler and recyclers will pay like 50 to 150 dollars for the catalytic converter that's it and people are doing this well that's the annoying part is that it'll cost two to five thousand dollars to replace it on your car but thieves are like 50 bucks is 50 bucks and if you
0: you can't replace it like is it le- like I know some things like you have, to have an exhaust and everything. Are you legally do you have to have this?
1: Yeah, you need it. Like you can drive your car without it, but you won't get good fuel efficiency, and you'll be harming the environment, and it's illegal.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> then back to my first question: uh, Do these places that take in the catalytic converters, they know they're stolen, right?
1: Well, see, this is the thing, is that sometimes they are not stolen. Sometimes cars are on their way to the junkyard and the person is like, oh, I can make 50 bucks off my catalytic converter Mm. before I never see this car again. And so sometimes they're not, sometimes it's completely legit. But to mitigate that where, when it isn't legit, There's a tag your cat program in Alberta now where you can pay $40 and get your catalytic converter engraved so that should somebody steal it, at at least you know who did.
0: Okay, but see, what if when you want, when your car's done, when you want to take in your cat to get the 50 bucks?
1: Well, I think it must be connected to your name or something. Like, I can't imagine they're going to be like, this has a serial number on it and it's obviously not yours. And it's like, it obviously is. It's my car. (laughs) John, are you aware that you have empty box syndrome?
0: Uh, If it is what I think it is, then I have uh, it to the severity of I should be in a home.
1: (laughs) What do you think it
0: is? Is empty box syndrome where you can't throw away like empty boxes? (laughs) is that what what is up with you (laughs) tricking me today first cat oh let's cat track you know what cat tracking is john are you about to talk about cats no we're not we're talking about cars again for the 12th time and then now it's oh empty box syndrome i have a whole bunch of iphone boxes laying around that i can't throw up but it's not that what is empty box syndrome steph
1: it's all those people who were born on february 29th and don't get a box on the calendar except for every four years
0: other. I do have that. Thank you for including me in this, actually. I do like <laughs> this topic. I have that absolutely. I don't get a nice birthday every until every four years.
1: Okay. So John is angry about this. He clearly has empty box syndrome. But basically people are saying that they have this like big FOMO that they don't get to have a birthday. And I was reading an article about some doctors who if the baby was born in a leap year and it was like, Close to the midnight hour of the day before or the day after, they would just write the baby's birthday on the birth certificate as the opposite date.
0: See, no, I think that's ripping the baby off because I I get why they're doing it. It makes everything a lot more uh, easy and less complicated. But my thing is, it came with perks because I was born closer to March 1st, and if they did that with me on my ID when I got it, they chose February 28th, the day I turned 18. So I was able to uh. party a day early. <laughs> oh. So I think that's why I'm like, well, you're ripping it off. Also, it's just cool saying you have a February 29th birthday and seeing how many adults don't know like there's a 29th of February. <laughs> it's shocking.
1: That is rather shocking now. On the 29th of February every 4 years, this is a leap year. Do you do something special? Is is there a big err party for your birthday or like what happens
0: yeah so uh four years ago we went to edmonton and we're going again this year just because it's the easiest with me being here Mm -hmm. but before that we went to mexico and then before that we went to like i think california or something like that and yeah so we live it up every four years because it's like huge also i would be remiss if i didn't say this being born on february 29th was the only thing my dad ever got right about my birth he got my gender wrong. He, was gonna, he thought I was going to be a girl. Mm-hmm. He, uh, got, he didn't get his name he wanted. He wanted me to be named Dave. Dave, that's a but good one. he went on record of saying, John will be born on February 29th.
1: And here you are. That's right. Empty box syndrome and all. Thanks for listening.
0: Don't forget to subscribe to the Stephen John replay.
1: Find more Stephen John at play1037.ca.